We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well naturally. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Who out there has watched The Amazing Race? The Amazing Race where the goal is to get through a number of checkpoints and get be the, I guess it's the last three teams and then eventually the last remaining standing team. Could you imagine if that show only had you get to the first checkpoint and it's over? Like That would be terrible, a terrible show. And we basically want to relate that into the way that we look at health. Because if you thought of the progression of health and getting to one checkpoint, you're feeling better and then that's it. Uh, it's not really the way it goes. Health is a number of checkpoints and there's always, as far as our, what we think anyway, there's always another one you can work towards. There's always another goal. There's always something else you can improve with your health. And I think definitely with Kate's story, she has a lot that she can share in regards to basically that she went, she has gone through a number of checkpoints and still continues to strive to reach the next one. Do you want to talk more about that? Yeah. And this is such an interesting conversation because this is something that we see with clients and we see in society a lot of the times as well, where for myself, like when I was struggling with MS and got to the point where I realized that I need to take things into my own hands if I want to get better. I need to start putting in some time and some effort into figuring out what I can do. I found nutrition at first and nutrition made a really big difference for me in terms of my energy was better and I was sleeping better. I had started to have some changes in mental clarity and less brain fog, which was really annoying. Um, But ultimately, if I had just said, okay, you know, nutrition is I'm better because these symptoms have gone away and not considered that I still had other symptoms and other issues that needed support, Mm -hmm. I never would have gotten to where I am today. And it's that realization that like you found something that's helping you. It's not that you abandon that and stop doing it. Like I didn't stop eating the way I was eating that was helping me feel better, but I had this moment of realization that, okay, I have better energy. I'm feeling better. What's next? What else can I do? I did this one thing for myself and it made such a huge difference. There's got to be more things that I can do. And this is something that we see with clients. And I said, as I said, in society all the time where people are like, oh, you know, I went vegan and I felt better. And so I just stuck with that. Or I made this nutrition change and I felt better. I took this supplement or I did X and I started to feel a bit better. And so I just settled there and I didn't continue to pursue what are the other things I can do to benefit my health? And ultimately like nutrition, yes, is very important, but we're constantly evolving and changing also. So we need to be constantly looking for new ways to adapt to our environment and to the things that we're dealing with. And I think it's just such an important conversation to have. Uh, I know for you as well, Amanda, like there was, there's been changes that have happened and you've noticed from stuff that you've tried, but it's, we never stop, right? Yeah. It's constantly moving forward. Well, it's because we're always, I mean, the world we've talked about many times is full of 
toxins and all sorts of things. So it's, you have to kind of keep going with that as well. And sometimes the exposures change and depending on maybe the stress in your life or if you're getting enough sleep, all these other factors come into play and how those exposure and exposures and what's in our body, how they interact with us. Like if we have a bit more stress on our plate, maybe we're going to not feel as well. We're going to be run down, especially if we don't have enough sleep. There's just, there's so many things that play into health and how you're feeling each day. And I think it's definitely an evolving process to see like you've maybe for yourself, you you're eating a certain way to begin with. And I know from what you've told me, you were pretty, pretty strict as far as how you ate for a long, the longest time, Yep. which was, I mean, it had its pros and cons, I guess, as far as uh, the mindset of like, this is all I'm going to eat. This is the, if you want, if you're willing to allow me to say it's kind of a, almost a bit of a obsession, like for a little bit too far one way, you've, you've come a long way as far as adapting and changing based on how your body is. And as you said, I think it's really important to kind of be flexible as if you, like, this is kind of like an NLP background. Uh, the, the person with the most flexibility, basically, I don't know, I'm going to say it incorrectly, but it owns the world kind of thing. They have the most options. You want to give yourself more options, not less. So as you're progressing with your health, always look for different things because as you, as you go on your journey, you're going to change as well. So different things are going to resonate with you because you'll be a different person. So it's just something to be open to and be aware of. Yeah, I totally agree. It's something that was said to me, or I heard probably because I'm a podcast junkie. So <laughs> you're listening to us on a podcast right now. And I mean, that's part of what led to really wanting to create a show and to share stuff with you is that I am a podcast junkie. It's one of my favorite ways to consume content. And it's such a great opportunity to learn stuff too. And I was listening to someone and what they said was that something that really stood out to them throughout their own healing journey was the recognition that there's nothing healthy about being obsessed with being healthy. And it's true. There was a period of time where I was like so strict and rigid and obsessed with staying that way because that's what allowed me to start to feel better. And I was like, well, I can't bend. I can't make any adaption. That's not the right word. I can't make any like um, adjustments here and I can't be flexible because if I change anything, I could end up not feeling well again. And it's the recognition that like ultimately making the changes to the diet is going to allow your body to start to heal because you're figuring out, and this is the, the awareness that I've come to recently, even the awareness that it's recognizing what are the triggers that your body is responding to. And so is it food? Is it stress? As Amanda mentioned, is it EMFs? We are both currently sitting in front of computers. And after 2020, how many people spend more time on computers attached to your phone in front of electronic devices? We were forced inside for like two years in Canada. So kids and adults and everyone is spending so much more time connected, but being more connected also makes us more disconnected. That's a whole different conversation. (laughs) Um, But it's like, what are the things that your body is responding to? What are the triggers for you? And so recognizing that, okay, food was a trigger for me. And yeah, like Amanda said, I was like hardcore. I cut out everything because I was like, I don't want to live on medication for the rest of my life. 
I'm not getting better. Actually, I'm getting worse. My quality of life was going downhill rapidly. I felt like crap. And so I was like, I will do anything. Mm-hmm. I'll do anything to make that better. But then coming to the realization that you don't have to be a slave to your diet in a sense, like you don't have to be super strict and restrict everything. It's it's coming to the recognition of what's the things for me. What are the important things for me that my body needs to be able to move forward and to start healing mm-hmm. again? And it's it's such a powerful, it can feel like heavy and hard diet changes. I know for people are really challenging, but it's so empowering because ultimately, like, what are the things that you have? What do you have more control over in your life than what you put in your mouth? And yes, sugar is addictive. And yes, you know, there are lots of things that are easy to eat and that are available everywhere and that everyone eats. And food is very much a social um, connection piece. But ultimately, if it's not making you feel good or if it's making you sick, that's one change that you can make for yourself versus looking for medicine or looking for something outside of you to make things better. Right? Yeah, it's very, a very powerful realization to know for like myself. And as you said, everyone, anyone out there who's listening right now, you have the ability to decide your outcome, essentially mm-hmm. notice and be aware you could the simplest thing if you're maybe you're having headaches or your digestive issues, have a food log, make a write down what you're eating and note when you're having the symptoms or when you're not feeling well and notice what's tied to that is it tied to what you're eating is it tied to maybe there's a bit more stress going on in your life just make those connections and then you know you have a better idea of how to support your body at that time and what it needs maybe i need to focus on more sleep maybe i don't have the workout today because i have more stress and the workout itself is actually more stress on your body Mm -hmm. it's just little things that you have a great personal power, basically your personal power to decide how to, how to adjust. Cause it's the, I know I've mentioned a couple of times to you and other people I've spoken with the last couple of days, like we're going to have speed bumps in the road on the journey to our health. And it's just a matter of how you go over it. And like, we're going to go over it no matter what it's. So it's just a matter of how you're going over it. Are you adjusting and making changes that you need to continue on to positive health or are you you know, kind of faltering and going back into old habits. It's that's the decision point. And don't weigh yourself down with negative emotions about it, like guilt and shame, all these other things. Just notice that like we're all human. We all eat things sometimes that we're not supposed to. That's kind of a part of life sometimes, right? You need to still enjoy yourself and have fun and just know for the most part, the most energy you're putting in is doing all the things to have the best health and the best outcome that you want down the road. Yeah. And like, what are the things you can do to support your body as well? Because as Amanda said, like there are going to be times where we're going to eat things that aren't helping us move towards health. I mean, that's something that we heard a while ago. I don't remember who it was from, but just from the sense of like, am I doing things every day to help me move towards better health? Yeah. And there are things you can do, not just food. Like I know I have a client who this week we were talking and she's like, oh, I had a headache on Saturday and Sunday. And 
it was annoying and, you know, she went to work and the headache crept on and then it was there the next day as well. And then it was gone. And we talked about, okay, like, what were you doing before that happened? And just like, yes, a food log is helpful, but just recognizing what are the triggers or what are the causes that could have led to that? And for her, she went and got her hair dyed. Mm, And so the little things that we don't even think about can have an impact on our body because ultimately our bodies are always trying to keep us safe and always trying to, to help us get better. But when the toxic burden becomes too much or becomes suddenly more than your body's used to, that's where you can have symptoms like that. So especially if you're making changes to reduce those things and then they're reintroduced, that's when you really notice it. I've noticed that with removing wheat from my diet, if I, I haven't had it for a long time, but if I was to have it, I know I'd probably have that one of those headaches that I'd feel all hazy and stuff like that. And that's because it's such a rarity that I have it now. My system is more sensitive to it. Yeah. It's like a couple of weeks ago I had, um, what was going on? Oh, I was sick after like a really stressful event. And I was like, I just want toast. <laughs> and so I went and bought a loaf of like, um, sprouted grain, like good bread. And then the next couple of days I was like brain foggy and tired and Amanda tested me and she's like, it's the wheat, mm-hmm. it's the bread. You need to stop eating that. And I was like, damn. I just wanted some (laughs) toast because I wasn't feeling well. But anyways, like it's you start to become so much more aware of your body when you start to listen, because ultimately our body's always trying to send us messages. And we've just gotten to the point, you know, it's 2023 and we are, like I said, with cell phones and and technology, we're so much more connected to each other Mm -hmm. than ever before. But we're also so disconnected from like a human touch perspective, but on a personal level too, in terms of recognizing and and having awareness around what are the messages that your body is sending you. And when it comes to asking, what are the triggers? What are the triggers that your body's responding to that's causing you to have symptoms? There's, There's messages that come before the symptoms start to come on where the body's like, hey, you don't do that. I don't like that. Yeah. And we ignore that. And starting to kind of pay attention and recognize like, oh, I I feel whatever today. What did I eat yesterday? What did I do yesterday? What was I around? What was I taking in? Even like thoughts can make a big difference for you. So if it's, what were you watching? What were you listening to? Uh, What conversations were you having? We respond to everything around us and we often don't recognize the impact that it's having on us, so. This is very in line with what happened to me last week, and it was much hotter here. It was 32. I know that's around 90 Fahrenheit for those who are in the States, and it was hot and sweaty. I was in a place where the air conditioner was basically the worst air conditioner you could ever imagine. It it was heating up the area maybe two feet around and over top of it, and everything else was just hot. There was no the only way to really cool down was in some shade, probably outside because the building itself was hot. And I was feeling that we were not used to the, the heat at this point. It came on suddenly and I was sweating a lot and I didn't have as much water as I needed and didn't have as much salt in my system because I was sweating out electrolytes and I was feeling a little dizzy. I would kneel down and I get up and I'd, I'd really feel that. And 
for for me if was not I wasn't really paying attention and getting enough water in and if I wasn't paying attention to that how could that have progressed to something worse maybe I could have had an issue with heat stroke or who knows what maybe I could have fallen over it's those are the little things like you're saying that our body will say to us hey (laughs) I need more water I need more salt in my system could you could you grab that for me (laughs) rather than just keep you just keep plugging along and the next thing you know you're 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 in a worse situation so that speaks exactly to what you were just talking about yeah and it's just it's important to to recognize and like these things it's amanda's a practitioner and didn't recognize it at first and that's i do that too well the toast i didn't recognize <laughs> like what's the reason behind this and it's just the more you start to pay attention and you start to think about things our body's never trying to um, just cause us problems for fun. There's always a reason. So if you're dealing with headaches, if you're dealing with um, PMS, if you're dealing with uh, like things leading up to um, menopause, so like hot flashes or uh, headaches, or I already said headaches, if you're dealing with symptoms, ultimately, it's recognizing that there's always a reason behind that every symptom has a cause mm-hmm. and it's not just your body's being a jerk it's there's it, there's a message behind it and that's where we help people you know in practice to figure out what's the cause why are you having these symptoms and what does your body need to get back into balance for amanda like quite <laughs> you're taking quite a lot of salt now aren't you yes i yeah. am i was told that i should have three teaspoons of salt a day And I mean, I already consume a lot in my food, but I guess having it with water or outside of that is still needed and necessary as well. So, yeah, but sometimes it's simple things Mm -hmm. that your body needs. Very basic things, right? As we keep coming back to, it's all about basics. (laughs) Yeah. Water, drink more water. Like that's something that I've had clients say that as well. I'll tell them like, you need to drink more water. And sometimes it's like, you kidding me? Is that it? Like, that's so simple. Yeah, I know. And then they start drinking more water and they have more energy or they sleep better or they have better concentration or they're pooping more regularly or there's lots of different things, but it's not about, it's not about like massive, huge changes that you need to make all the time. It's just, you know, recognizing that there's a symptom. We need to figure out what the body needs and help it get back into balance. And ultimately, you know, that's what we do. We help because it's not always easy to know what that is and figure out what the cause is. So that's something using quantum nutrition testing that we help clients with in clinical practice all the time. And that's the benefit as well, because the way we are set up, we have weekly Mm check-ins and accountability is huge for people. Anyone who's gone into like the coaching space and works with a coach, we're pretty much doing the same thing as them. We wanna check in with you and see how you're doing, see what, where your mindset's at, uh, how your supplementation is, see what tweaks we can make and maybe some perspective shifts, stuff like that. This is, this is the beauty of having those calls because we're there to support you. We're there to help you through and kind of, you know, get you over those speed bumps, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So I guess to kind of, as a a wrap up for this conversation, this episode today, like my encouragement for all of you is that you start listening to your body, you start paying attention to the messages that it's giving you. And ultimately, like we need to recognize when there are symptoms, when there are health problems that happen or things that are going on with you, 
to start to ask and think, okay, what could be the thing that my body's responding to? What's the trigger? Is there something new or is there something different in my life? Because like I said, from my experience, you know, I lived with MS and with all kinds of symptoms for a long time and tried the medical route, tried taking everything my doctor told me to, which of course led to more medication because there were side effects and my quality of life didn't get better. I didn't get better at all. I actually started getting sicker and recognizing that taking a step back and saying, okay, what's actually going on here? What is my body actually trying to tell me? Because the body doesn't make mistakes. And so if there's symptoms that are coming up or things going on, your body needs support. And that's what we help people with is figuring out like, what is the support that your body needs rather than like what the medical model looks at things like, what can I do to make these symptoms go away? But I want to encourage you to recognize that we need to start asking, why is my body giving me these symptoms? What's behind this and what can I do to help it? rather than work against it. Perfect. Well said. Well, if this episode has brought any value to you, we would appreciate a five-star review. And if you think it would be of any value to someone you know, please share it with them. We greatly appreciate that. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Live well naturally, and we'll catch you on the next episode.